Why don't we just pray and ask the Lord for his help this morning? Let's do that. Father God, we come before you in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you so much for this service. Lord, there will never be another service just like this. Father, we ask that you would um, give, give me the tongue as the pen of a ready writer. Help me to say what you once said. Help me to bring up the things that you want brought up so people's faith will rise up and it will make a difference in each and every life of the people that are hearing. Lord, we're so grateful for your help. We rely on it. We know that it's not us that teaches in and of ourselves, but it's your anointing that teaches. It's the anointing that's in us, that's on us, that can minister these things. We rely on and depend on the great teacher this morning, the Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. We praise you, and we thank you for your help. Amen. 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 Open your Bibles to um, Hebrews chapter 1. And I want to talk to you this morning about the importance of faith. Say that with me. Say, faith is is important. important. Let's say it again. Faith is is important. important. Would you say it's important? Why is faith so important? Well, the Word of God will tell you all about that. If you get in His Word, it's going to emphasize faith. At every, on every page, there is faith somewhere. Because faith is important to God. It's not, it should be so important to us. It should be something that we are thinking about. It should be something that we're developing. It should be something that we're, um, that we're working on constantly. You know, faith isn't something that you just get and you put it on a shelf. You know, when you get born again and and many of you guys can relate to this. When you got born again, maybe sometimes you thought, well, that means uh, I've received salvation. I've received eternal life. And then maybe just put it up on a shelf. I'll get that off when I need it later on at the end of my life. But that is not what faith is for. Faith is not meant for it to be given to you for salvation and put on a shelf. It's something that must be used. It's not something you put in a closet away from where you are and just, you you all have those closets, right? (laughs) Or storage areas. You put it away and you think you might need it, maybe, maybe not, but you never go in there. There's no reason to go in there because you're not going to use it. Faith is not meant to be like that. We are supposed to use our faith each and every day of our life. We're to live by faith. We're to walk by faith. You know, the Word of God is very clear about the um, importance of faith. Let me define that word important real quick. If you want to write this down, you can. One of the definitions for important is something of great significance or value. Another definition is um, its significance is likely to have a profound effect on your success, your survival, or your well-being. Faith is significant to the believer. Faith is important. And would you say that faith has great value in your life? 
your faith is what got you born again. Because you reached out by faith, you believed in your heart, and you said with your mouth, you confessed the Lord Jesus. You expressed your faith, and because you did, you were able to receive salvation. That is the importance of faith. It's the difference between being saved and lost. Say this with me. Say, faith Faith. is important. important. Another definition um, says that um, it's important in the way that it's marked by um, significant worth and or consequence. Is there a consequence for not having faith in your life? There is. There is a big consequence. But did you know that there are good and bad consequences? There are good consequences that when you use your faith, things happen. God's able to do something that he could have never done because you used your faith. So we're in, a, we're in uh, Hebrews 11.1, 1, right? You know, if you're preaching a message, you should probably, probably use scriptures, right? I'm thankful for this church because they preach the word of God. It's the Word of God week after week. I, don't, I was talking to Miss Susan before uh, the service. I'm so grateful that Brother Tom, growing up, he didn't get out the Reader's Digest and go, well, what are we going to read this morning? No, he got his Bible out, and he was passionate about those scriptures. He lived the Word of God. Faith was important to him. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But faith is so important. And the word of God is important as well. So um, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Let's take a look at why faith is so important. Hebrews chapter 1. You got there faster than I did. It says this. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I can already feel its importance. Can you feel the weight of this statement? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is important. It's not insignificant. It says right here that faith is the substance. It actually is something, okay? Hold your, I want you to just hold your faith out right here, okay? Let's say this is your faith. You have your faith, and it's something that actually is tangible. It's something that, um, actually in the Word of God, you can see people's faith. By what they did. You can see it with uh, the, the man that his friends brought him on the cart. And they lowered him down. They, you could see their faith. Did you know that you can see your faith? The only way you can see it though is if God speaks to you by his word with anointing, the anointed word of God. And then you act on that word. You can see faith. Say, we can see see. faith. faith. Faith is important. 
Faith is a substance. Faith is not nothing. Faith is something. Say, faith is really something. It's even more important than what we know. Um, Hebrews 11 uh, verse 6 says this. This is why it's so important. It's so important because without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Why is faith so important? Faith is so important because without it, without faith in your life, it is impossible to please him. Not saying, it's, it's not saying um, you might be able to please him without faith. No, no. It is impossible to, to please him. You need to feed your faith. You need to be aware of your faith. You need to uh, make faith a priority. It should be important in your life. And I'm not just talking about um, salvation. You know, when you get born again, you get saved. And like I said, you don't put that on a shelf. You should use that faith each and every day of your life. You're supposed to live by faith. You're supposed to walk by faith. We should be um, thinking about faith constantly. And, you know, I, I think that growing up, I think I majored a lot on um, you know, you go to school and, and you major on different things, right? How many of you have a, a degree at, at a university somewhere? Okay. Well, you go there and you, you major in one thing and you usually minor in another. Well, I think I majored on the topic of love. How many of you think that love is an important thing to major in? Well, um, I think I minored on love. As time has gone on, I've found that you need a double major. You need a major in faith, and you need a major in love if you want to be successful in this life. You know, love is, it is the greatest, right? 1 Corinthians 13 tells us love is the greatest, but it also has faith and hope right there with it. Those are also very, very important. I encourage you, make faith a priority in your life. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. How many of you want to please God? Okay, well then we need to make faith a priority. Um, you know, growing up here at RCC, I just, I know I've already talked about Miss Bonnie and, and, and Brother Tom. I am so grateful because they knew something that I didn't know. They knew how important faith was. They, they received the message of faith, word of faith, early on. And they valued it. And they lived it. Thank you for living it. <laughs> so we could see it. It's important. But Brother Tom, he knew something that I didn't know. He knew the importance of faith. And if, how many of you were here um, all those years where Brother Tom ministered on faith again and 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 again? I'm thankful for it. I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. It's important. And uh, I can remember him, him going repeatedly to Mark 11.23. I thought, he's going to go there again? 
<laughs> Did you think that too? <laughs> and then he'd say, uh, turn with me to Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I think it was in every message he preached. I mean, pretty much. It was time and time again, he would minister on faith. Then, you know, other, other uh, passages, I remember him going to Joshua 1.8 again and again. And he'd talk about meditating on the Word of God. And, you know, that's important for your faith because as you meditate on the Word of God, it's going to bring faith. The Lord's going to put his finger on something in the Word and go, believe that. And there's going to be a word that's quickened to you. And you can stand. I like that song this morning. Um, it was Promises, I think. And what's the bridge of that? I put my faith in Jesus. My anchor to the ground. Hope and firm foundation. Never let me down. When you put your trust in the word of God, the anointed word of God, that word, it will never fail you. It will never let you down. We have to put an importance on faith. And we put our faith in his word, in what he speaks to us through his word. It's an anointed word. And that's what will be our anchor in life. You know, I can remember thinking that as he was ministering, Brother Tom would minister growing up. And uh, just for those of you that don't know, we, Jackie and I, we live in Branson, Missouri. We attend Faith Life Church. And um, we've been in Branson, or I've been in Branson, for about 19 years. Um, time flies when you're having fun, right? Um, I lived in, in Russellville, and I attended church here for pretty much the first 19 years of my life. I mean, maybe take away a few at the beginning of life, but... It's been about half and half. It was 19 years there, 19 years um, where we live now. And, you know, there's one thing that's really common about the two. Here, we learned about faith. And there, we learned about faith and learn about faith. The name of our church, it's, it's Faith Life Church. So what do you think they talk about a lot? They talk about faith a lot. And, and, and so it wasn't a big change. So why is it that Brother Tom, Miss Bonnie, why was it that they emphasized faith? Because it's our victory. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world, right? And it's our faith. You know, I'm so glad that they taught us things like, it's not all up to God what happens in your life. That's an important thing that people in church don't always hear. And it's, it's a sad thing because the Word clearly tells us that faith is our responsibility. Our faith is our responsibility. It's like your kids. Your kids are your responsibility. And I'm very aware of when my son is running around everywhere and talking to everybody. They're my re responsibility, and i got to rein them in, right? Well, faith is even, an even better responsibility. Uh, it won't run away from you, but you can, you can uh, develop in it. You can, uh, the, the Lord can help you to, uh, to emphasize it, help you with it. But, um, you know, faith is... Uh, 
it is, it's significant. It's important. And it's valuable. Not everyone has faith. The Bible tells us that not all men have faith. In fact, it also talks about, um, it, you can turn with me, turn with me real quick to Jude. And there's only one chapter there. The book of Jude, real quick. In verse 3, it says this. Beloved, when I gave you all diligence to write to you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write to you unto you. He's saying that I needed to write you a letter about the following information. This letter, this letter, this epistle of Jude, it's an important letter. And we should take it to heart as well. He wrote this letter and it says, He encouraged them, I exhort you, that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. What's it mean to contend? It means you fight for it. You fight for faith. Faith is not a, uh, something that you just let slip away. In your personal life, you shouldn't just let your faith slip away, especially your faith in Jesus. You know, we have so much information that's coming at us all the time. Social media, right? And a lot of those things are intended to rob you of your faith. If you meditate too, too long on the wrong thing, the enemy can trick you and rob you of your faith. You know, that's what happened with Adam and Eve, right? Adam and Eve, the serpent came in. And what happened with Eve? She gave her ear to him. She's listening to what he had to say. What should have happened? is she should have fought for her faith. She knew that God was good. She knew that God loved them. She knew that God was faithful. She also knew that we ain't supposed to touch that tree. That one tree, we're supposed to stay away from that tree. We're supposed to stay away from the knowledge of good and evil. Why is that? God didn't want Adam and Eve to experience that or have the weight of that on their shoulders. That wasn't meant for them. But the enemy came in and he gave um, a lie, gave, presented her a lie. And she took that lie and because she took that lie, she, ex she exchanged it for her faith. She took the lie and she set aside her faith. Show me your faith. You had, you had that faith there, didn't you? Fight for your fight for your right. Fight for fight for your faith. Hold on to it. Don't let anybody tell you that God's not real. Don't let anybody tell you that He's He's not faithful. Don't let them tell you that. He is faithful. He loves you. He cares about you. He He wants to do amazing things for you. And also, don't let the enemy lie to you and say, 
say, well, he loves you, but. Or he wants to help you, but. No, no, that's not how it is. God, want, he, his will for you is to be blessed. His will for you is to be prosperous. His will for you is to be healed and whole. And whole. And whole. He has, he's not, he's not someone who changes based on his mood each day. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We can put our trust, which is another word for faith. We can put our trust, our faith in him and know that he's the same person he was yesterday. If he loved me yesterday, he loves me today. If he wanted to provide for me yesterday, he wants to provide for me today. If he wanted me healed yesterday, he wants me healed today. Healing and, and all of these things that he's provided for us, that's the only way to receive those things is by faith. You know, in Hebrews chapter 11, let's kind of go back there. Hebrews chapter 11 All of the great men and women of faith, they received God's promises. How? By faith. That's different than God just did it. Now, I'm all about just letting the Lord do some things, right? How many, of you, how many of you have been so blessed just the Lord's just merciful to you? And he has done things for you in spite of your faith or you believing him. In fact, sometimes, uh, sometimes a lot of the things that we enjoy before we're born again are just purely because of his love. It's not, we didn't use our faith at all. God was using his faith. <laughs> he's working things and he's maneuvering and he's orchestrating it just to get you to the place to where you can receive him. And then, after you receive him, then you can walk by faith. When you get saved, it's not time to put your faith on a shelf. It's time for you to start walking. It's time for you to start talking faith. It's time for you to start living by faith. And I'm grateful for men and women of God that live by faith. You know, it's taught me so much. I mean, growing up, you know, Pastor Tom and Miss Bonnie, we got to see them live by faith. This church is a by faith project. They received everything that they needed for this church by faith. Did you have all the money to do it? But God had it, and he knew how to get it to you. But the only way he could get it to you is if you and I use our faith. We've got to use our faith. And, you know, uh, sometimes uh, it can be scary to use your faith, right? How do you think David felt going up against Goliath? Did David have to use his faith you know he did. He's the biggest one in the room. It's kind of, I feel that way against Peyton Hillis years ago. Thanks for that, by the way. Yeah. But going up against something that you've never been able to overcome before, 
There's going to be fear there. And what you need instead of that fear is faith. You need faith to rise up on the inside of you so you can overcome that fear and you can do what God has told you to do. Faith is important. Say that with me. Faith Faith is important. Thank you, Lord. You know, I mentioned that faith is how we please God. Faith is how we get born again. Faith is how we receive our healing and get our, meet, our, our needs met. And not just for you, just put yourself aside. What about your babies? What about your kids? Do you want them to do without? No, you don't. Well, God doesn't want us doing without either. That's why faith's so important. We've got to use our faith so we have all the things that not just what we need, but what they need, and then move out beyond that. And so you can meet the needs of the people that God wants you to meet. He wants you to be a lighthouse of his goodness. And the only way that that can be is if we use our faith. We've got to use our faith. I like 1 John 5, 4. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now, I'm not talking about God's faith. I'm talking about your faith. I'm talking about your day-to-day faith and trust in God. We have to make faith a priority. You know, Jackie and I, in the last year... We've used our faith. I might have Jack. I call her Jack. It's short for Jackie. So if, if you wonder why I say that. And do, you have, do you have a mic or something that she could? I want to give you some examples of living by faith, okay? And, you know, many of you guys are already going to relate to this. Maybe it's a, it was a time of, you know... A, a time in your life where you had to use your faith for certain things. Well, we've had to use our faith in this last year because we have a little boy, and his name's Josiah. He's 15 months old. He was born, when was he born? <laughs> June, June 22nd. June yeah. 22nd, and that was, yeah, last year, yeah, right? Last okay, year. that's good. Yeah, that's, that's math, right? So... Last year, you know, she had a great job. She worked at Branson Bank mm-hmm. there, there in town. And she was doing well. I mean, she was there for about 10 years. But when we had Josiah, it seemed like something was different. Mm-hmm. It seemed like something was changing in our life. It seemed like the Lord wanted us to do something right. uh, differently that, than just working her 9-to-5 job there. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I looked at the numbers. How many of you have ever looked at your checkbook? Or Nobody even has a checkbook anymore. I mean, you looked at your bank account. I have a checkbook. Oh, I write checks. And they're not hot checks. They're real. They're, 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 they're legit checks. That's the kind of checks. That, all right. But uh, I looked at our bank account. And in the natural, with just my job, it was not possible for us to have one income. 
her stay home with, with our son. But it was a desire of her heart, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> She's my glory right here. She, isn't she pretty? <laughs> so thankful. But um, we had an opportunity to uh, use our faith. Let me see your faith. You've got your faith. We had an opportunity to use our faith. Faith had come. We had heard the word of God year after year after year after year. <clears throat> and we had an opportunity mm-hmm. to, um, to use our faith. And when I say use our faith, I'm not talking about using your faith independently from what God has said. Right. That is a no-no. That's living by faith principles. That's, we're, I'm not talking about positive thinking. This is not, faith is, faith is positive, but faith is not just positive thinking. Oh, it's going to work out. It's going to be good. I have a good confession. It doesn't work that way with God. Faith, it says uh, in, um, it says in Romans uh, 10, 17, brother Tom would be very pleased right now with this scripture reference. Okay, we're going to it. We're going to it. Romans 10, 17, it says, faith comes by hearing. Let me see your ear. I work with kids and youth a lot. (laughs) Faith comes by hearing. Show me your ear. Yeah, yeah, let me see it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's different than you just saying whatever it is that you Mm want to say Mm -hmm. or believing whatever it is that you want to believe. You're like, oh, I'm in faith. In faith on what? What's your faith founded on? What's your faith in? Mm -hmm. Did you hear from God? Or did you just say, God help me, you know, jumping off the ledge? Right. It's not going to work out if you do something by faith and you never heard. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So what we did is we went to the Lord and we asked him, Lord, what do you want us to do here? We have a desire in our heart that she'd stay home with, with Josiah. And um, it looked impossible. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, Lord, what do you think about this? Isn't that smart? Inquire. <laughs> you know, it says, that, it, it says that David inquired of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Said he asked him, Lord, what do we do here? It looks like this is impossible, but what do you think about it? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? He's the God who can make impossible yeah. possible. Yes. And yes. it can only become possible if we use mm-hmm. our faith and do what we've heard. Mm-hmm. So we go to him and we, we ask him about it and nothing. I really just didn't get anything about it. And, you know, that's okay. That's okay. Don't make something up that God said. That's not faith. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're going to believe to do this and that. Well, what does the Lord think about that? You may be overstepping where you shouldn't be going. Mm -hmm. We should want to follow his lead because every step we take on his plan, on his path, it's paved. Mm -hmm. It's going to work. Mm -hmm. You know, every time we step out by faith, it should, it should work yeah. because faith works. Mm-hmm. Believing God works. So we, you know, we went to the Lord and what did you get about it? 
Well, um, it had come up to the time where my maternity leave had ended. And so I had to make a decision. Um, you know, your, your people back at work are depending on you, you know, to come back. And um, I had it in my heart that the Lord would just take care of it. And I didn't have a next, a next step, like, what do I do after this? Yeah. It was just, it's no longer this. This is just the end of it, you know. And I'm like, okay, Lord. So it really felt like, you know, there's that ledge, and you're just stepping out into nothing. Like a stone's not just going to pop up to where you step. <laughs> you know, that's what it felt like in the moment. You've seen Indiana Jones. Yeah. So. <laughs> they know what you're talking about. So that's what it felt like, um, telling them, you know, you know, I don't think um, I'm going to come back. I'm right. going to Right, and we checked our hearts for maybe three months. Yeah. We were just checking with the Lord. And I finally went to him. I, I had done the numbers, and, mm-hmm. and the numbers didn't work. But I was like, Lord, what do you think? And I got one word from mm-hmm. God. Did you know that one word from God is something right. you can build your faith on? You can stand on that word. I love the songs this morning, y'all. I'm telling you, I was stirred up. You can stand on a word that God gives you. And he said this. He said, I'll take care of you. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. He didn't say, I'll take care of you. And this is how it's going to happen. I'm going to show you how to do this. And then this is going to happen. And then that's going to happen. No. He just said, I'll take care of you. Yeah. You know what that is? If you do what he said, that's faith. Yeah. That's trusting the one that you know told you that. Mm-hmm. That's faith. When you trust him, when you know how much he loves you, you, you know you can trust him. You know that his word, he's not going to let you down. If you step out by faith and you're doing what he said, you're not going to fall. Mm-hmm. People are like, well, I might fall. No, you're not going to fall. Mm-hmm. You're going to do it. And he's going to help you all along the way because it was his plan anyways. Yeah. So we ask him. He says, in our heart, it came up in our heart when I say he says, I just we knew it mm-hmm. on the inside. Yeah. I'll take care of you. And I told her, I said, I think you're right. How many of you know that your wife is right? <laughs> A lot of times. <laughs> you know, the Bible calls your wife a helper, so let her help. Is that a word for anyone in the church? (laughs) She can really help you see some things. Mm -hmm. She can really help you hear some things differently. You know, you don't just do, you don't just do um, like a robot. Now, we don't want to be like that, men. We don't want to be a robot, just do what your wife says every day. It just, it will not work out well for you. Maybe some of you are happy, but I'm telling you, it's not the way the Lord intended it. But you need to let her help you. And man, she, she was getting in her heart. I feel, like, I feel like this is right. And it confirmed, we confirmed it with the Lord. Well, let me tell you a testimony. Thanks, babe. I want to tell you a testimony. In this last year, God has been faithful. He has been faithful. And there was no possible way the amounts would, would... It just doesn't work financially. But it does by faith. I'll tell you, and I can testify, we have not lacked for a single dollar this whole year. 
And do you know why? It's because God is faithful and he can be trusted. And because we were willing enough to ask him and step out by faith. It's amazing what he did. In the last year, he has brought in monies and jobs and work and things from every direction. And it wasn't one thing, you know, and I, I think God did that on purpose. I think he did it on purpose because he didn't want this one lump sum of money or this one uh, job to get the glory. He gets the glory because in the first month, it was this thing. In the, it was daily bread. That's exactly what it is. It was the next month, it was something different. I'm telling you, it was miraculous. I, I counted it up. It's like 20 plus different channels, whether it was work or just somebody blessed us with the money that we needed at just the right time. I'm telling you, it was living by faith. And, you know, God wants to stretch us. He wants us to learn to trust him. And that when he tells you, step out and do this business, thing. You know, you're like, Lord, I don't know how to do that. I don't know. Well, if it's the Lord, do it because you'll be blessed. If you don't do it, he can't bless you through that channel. He, maybe he can do it a different way, but if he's dealing with you to do something, do it with all your heart and do it by faith. You know, in 11, uh, Mark 11, we were, I think you're there right now. Mark 11, I just want you to pay attention to the first two words on a lot of these scriptures. We find out what uh, faith is in the first verse. Um, but verse 2, it says, For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Verse 3, through faith we understand. Verse 4, by faith Abel did this. By, uh, this is Hebrews 11. Yeah, Hebrews 11. Did I say Romans? I just really like Romans. I, I don't know. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, um, and I'm in verse 5. It says, by faith, Enoch was translated. And it said that by faith, he pleased God. When you step out by faith, it pleases God. When you do what he said do, and he's able to bless you, he's pleased. He's not pleased He's not pleased when you're not able to, when he's not able to bless you, right? He wants you to be able to enjoy all the good things that he's done for you. Uh, skip on down to verse 7. It says, by faith, Noah, and it goes on to say, prepared an ark for, to the saving of his house. What if Noah never used his faith? Well, I'll tell you one thing. His family wouldn't have made it. Right? There was judgment coming on, on the people. But he had to find someone that would use their faith. Do I have any volunteers out there? You'll say, I'll use my faith. I'll use my faith. Me too. Verse 8, by faith, Abraham, when he was called out to go to a place which he should receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing 
where he went. Kind of reminds me of Jackie a little bit there. She didn't know what she was going to do, but the Lord brought in the work, brought in the finances, brought in the help. Everything that she needed, he provided because she did it by faith. Verse 9, it says, By faith he sojourned and went to a land of promise. And also, how about his wife? In verse 11, Through faith, Sarah received uh, herself. It didn't say Abraham. (laughs) This is awesome, ladies. This is great. Through faith, also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. I know of testimonies in this room of people that use their faith to have a baby. If you know who you are, you can wave at me. I want you to, why don't you all stand up? Uh, Joey, stand up, Lesica. This is one of my cousins. And these two, they use their faith. And they got a little boy. And um, how, how old is he? He's one. I know that because we went to his birthday party yesterday. <laughs> these two used their faith. They heard from God. They meditated on his scriptures. They meditated on his promises. And they used their faith when it looked like it's probably not going to happen. How many of you guys know of lots of stories of people that use their faith to have a baby? Well, there's one right here in Hebrews. This is why faith is so important. Because if faith can enable you to do that, what else can faith do? Faith in God. What else can faith in God enable you to do? These two believed God to have this baby. And there was a time where, you know, they they tried this. They tried that. And you know what? I commend them for not just sitting there and just waiting on God to do something for them. If it's God's will, then it's going to happen. That's not true. It, it's not true. He's like, well, if, if it's God's will for, for me to step out, I'll step out. No. If he said step out and you don't step out, you're the one who steps. He didn't say, I'm going to step out for you. That, that's strange. He's already stepped out. I mean, he's out. I mean, he's already used his faith. But these two, they used their faith. They stepped out. They did everything that they knew that they could, could do. But when it came down to it, they had to trust God. And they got a little boy. Let's clap for him this morning. You can be seated. Our faith affects so much more than just us. It affects our babies. It affects our kids, our family. It affects the people at our workplace. Your faith will make all the difference in your life. And it's your faith in God and in his faithfulness and in his promises that's going to bring results in your life. Let's keep on going. It says that uh, uh, 
It talks about in verse 13 that these all died in faith. Did you know that you can die in faith? You don't want to die any other way. You're like, you know, I, you know, I wasn't in faith. Well, you don't want to go. If, if you go, you want to be in faith, knowing confidently where you're going. You want to die. You want to live in faith, and you want to die in faith. There's really no other way to do it successfully. <laughs> you know, here, this, is, this is funny. Um, so I accidentally bought a cow. Has, has anyone ever done that? I really think I'm the only one. I, I, I feel that way. How many of you have cows? Okay, cows. Anybody else have cows? All right. Uh, anybody else, bought, has anyone bought a cow before? Anyone ever bought a cow, like half a cow, quarter of a cow? Okay, okay. Um, so I didn't actually understand what it means to buy a cow. You, you, you got to get ready, like in faith, to have a cow. Like, I mean, huh? What are you going to do with it, right? You need to prepare a place. Like Noah prepared an ark. I need a freezer. You know, I've got, I've got a place where I put my deer meat. Well, I've got deer meat in it, but I need, needed more space. So, you know, whatever it takes. Well, I didn't understand. How do I explain this? I accidentally bought a cow. And this is how it happened. I want to explain myself. Um, so I have this friend in Branson. He's actually a minister uh, there in town. Uh, he works at the Lutheran Church, and uh, we're we're in similar ages. And he he invited our family over to have a meal, and we had ribs, and we had a great great time. Well, in the middle of this meal, he said he said, "Hey, would you like to go in with me and and buy a cow?" Like I was like, "Buy a cow?" I was like, "Well, that sounds fun." <laughs> He's like, "Well, just yeah, you know, just go in, you, you know, half and half. I'll." I'll, we'll take half of it, and you take half of it. And he's like, well, have you ever done this before? And he's like, well, he's like, yeah, we've, we've done it. It's really great. And Anyways, I had a witness about it. <laughs> I was, okay. Now, Jackie's mad about it still. She, she, she's kind of mad. But uh, I said, you know, I, that sounds great, but um, why don't you just let me know, let me know, you know, how much it would cost, Right? You know, that's an important question. You know, how much does this half of a cow cost? He said, okay, I'll let you know. Well, he did let me know. And it was about three months later. We had talked a little bit. But three months later, he said, the cow's ready. And uh, I go to pick it up tomorrow. And I go, oh, holy cow. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, and it is holy because it's set apart for me and Jackie. But... I was like, I was like, whoa, I've got a cow tomorrow. So I was like, okay, so the cow is ready that we talked about. How much is the cow? And he said, um, well, your half is like $1,300. And I was like, holy cow. Um, you know, to myself, not to him. Because, you know, I was playing it cool. Because, I, you know, I go to Faith Life Church. Like, I'm supposed to have some faith, right? So, uh, you know, and, and also, I didn't want to, like, make him nervous, you know. And so I'm thinking, oh, no, Jackie's really not going to be happy with this. 
Um, and, and so he said, uh, he said, yeah, um, it's going to, I'm going to pick it up tomorrow. He's like, you know, if you can just pay me. I was like, so, so I'm going to pay you. Do I like, or do I, can I call the processor and can I, you know, you know, uh, Pay, pay with card <laughs> or you know just like can I, he's like he said no he said don't he said I've already taken care of it I've already paid for it you just you know write me a check I thought okay write you check okay write check okay I was like okay no problem no problem you know in my head I'm like oh no because I don't under I don't know it was just like that perfect time of the year have you ever been there? It's the perfect time of the year where you have just exhausted your funds on a lot of things, all right? You know, this is a good time for what? Faith, okay? And it would have been real easy if I could have put my faith in my credit card. How many of you have ever done it? You've, you've, your faith was in the, your ability through your credit, Right? Well, I didn't have that opportunity. I didn't. And so I told him, um, I'm like, okay, all right. Um, so tomorrow you need a check. He's like, yeah, you can just bring me cash. I thought, oh, even better, you know. Uh, <clears throat> something like, it was something, I don't know if he said bring, you have to bring me cash. But, you know, to me, a check is cash because I'm not, <laughs> like I said, I don't write hot checks. I write good checks. I write good checks. So I thought, okay. And I'm like, check on the inside. And it's like, you know, Jackie said, well, did he tell you how much it was? Like, yeah, he told me today how much it was. And um, it was just kind of a miscommunication type of thing. I mean, I said, yeah, I want to go. I want a cow. But at the same time, I kind of wanted to know, like maybe, you know, a week or a couple months in advance. I didn't have that luxury this time. So what do you do when you accidentally buy a cow? I want you to remember this. You use your faith. And I'm telling you, God is faithful. And he came through for us. So I didn't just sit there and go, well, Lord, take care of this and do it. I'm actively checking my heart. Lord, is there something that you want me to do here? Do you want me to, you know, you me pick up a job today? Or do I need to sell something? Or, I mean, really. And you know what? That's actually faith. It is. Because you're not just sitting there just you know, just waiting on God to do everything for you, you're looking to find the thing that you can connect your faith with to bring the blessing. So I go, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do here? I prayed about it. What do, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm just like, Lord, we're going to believe that we receive the money for that, and I'm going to believe you to show me how to get it. Whatever it is, I'll do what you say. So we believe that we received it. There's this little book that um, Brother Kenneth E. Hagan wrote, and it's about faith for finances. It's one of my favorite books. You know, favorite books to me are mini books, like really little ones. How many of you like to read big, big books? I like mini books. I just, I don't know why. They're just short and sweet and to the point. I like it. And I read, we've read this many times, but we, we claimed the money that we needed for this cow. You know, he said he'd give us our daily bread. He said that he'd meet our needs, right? I mean, he, there is scripture after scripture. I had something to stand on for this. And uh, so we went to him. We claimed the money that we needed. We said, Lord, we claim, uh, I think we claimed, 
we claimed, whatever it would take to get that. Whatever the amount, I think it was, it was $1,300, we claimed that amount and uh, we're just like, Lord, we're just looking to you about what to do here. We said, uh, angels, go out and get that money and bring it in. Devil, take your hands off of that money. Don't you touch that money. Don't you? I need it tomorrow. I, I don't have time for interference. So do not mess with that money. And you know what? We just thank the Lord that day. I had to have it tomorrow. We thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for bringing that in. Well, in the meantime, something came up in my heart. And you know what that means. That means the Lord's dealing with you to do something. It's important to pay attention to that stuff because it's a part or a piece of your faith. You know, it says that uh, I've heard you preaching on this lately about being doers of the Word of God. And man, how many of you appreciate Miss Susan? I'm, I listen to it all the time. And it ministers to me. Uh, all the messages that you're putting out. How many of you enjoy that on like Facebook and stuff like that? Those things are so powerful. Just little, they're like mini books in video. <laughs> to the point and something that can feed your faith. And, uh, you know, talking about being a doer of the Word of God, uh, you can't be a hearer only and expect to be blessed. You can't expect to come to church every week and expect God to do all these amazing things in your life if you're unwilling to do what he tells you to do. He dealt me, with me to do something that really humbled me. And he said, you know, your dad has been wanting to get half a cow. I thought, I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. I don't know how this applies to this situation, but great. So it just came in my heart. He's been wanting to get a half a cow. And I'm like, I don't think so. I mean, uh, he never said anything to me about it or anything like that. But just kept coming up in my heart over and over about my dad. And I thought, oh, I don't want to ask my dad and talk to him about it. Because, you know, then I'm like, I'd have to tell him that, you know, we don't have the money to pay for this cow. He said, don't bring any of that up. Don't say any of that. He said, I just want you to just mention to him that you're getting half a cow and see how he responds. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. So I called him. I was like, what's going on? And uh, he said, oh, you know, we're just hanging out and doing stuff. And, and uh, he said, uh, I said, so what's up? I said, well, I was like, so uh, me and Jackie, we're, we're, uh, we're, getting, we're getting half a cow. He said, he said you're what? He said, you're getting, well, we're getting a cow. I went in halves with my friend. We're getting half a cow. He said, that's awesome. He said, I've been looking for years. Someone would go in with me and get a cow. I thought, well, this is just the situations for you. <laughs> so, so he went, he said, he said uh, I, I just presented it to him. I said, hey, what would you think about, would you be interested in going in maybe half uh, of my half, so we could both have a quarter. <laughs> you know, it's a quarter of the cost. <laughs> and he said, he said, you know, he's like, he's like, yes, I definitely want. I definitely want to. I thought, yes, yes, yes. So it was what, thirteen hundred dollars? What's can somebody do math for me? Six fifty, is that right? Six fifty? It was only six fifty. I'm telling you, my faith was soaring. I'm telling you, God is good. And we actually had that amount in, 
in the bank. We had, we had $650 just, just to do that, and we usually have quite a bit more than that. But like I said, it was that time of the year. Do you see what I'm saying? And we had paid all of our bills, you know, extra on our house, you know, everything, and then the cow, holy cow. And so we go in halvesies on that. We pick up the cow. My dad is tickled pink. I mean, he is so happy about this cow. I mean, he goes on and on about this cow, how he's got a cow in the freezer. He's got enough cow for everybody. And, and you know, I'm happy because I only paid $650 for, for my quarter of a cow, and God helped us to get there. We did it by faith. We didn't, it wasn't, you know, and I could have pulled it out of, you know, an investment or doing stuff, but it's better let me just say, everybody say that with me. It's better, it's better. To, do it by faith. to do it by faith. Fast forward just a few days, maybe two days. Was it just the next day? It was the next day. Because we picked up on Friday? Friday, on Sunday. Um, we had it on our heart. We wanted to bless this couple, take them out to lunch. So we went and we, after church, we said, hey, can we take you guys out to lunch? Like, yeah. So we go, we're having lunch. And they, uh, they said, we've had this on our heart for several months now, um, but we want to pay for your mortgage this month. We want to sew into you your mortgage payment. I thought, oh, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote us a check for more than our mortgage. And I'll tell you what, that's a paid for cow in our fridge. So I just want you to know, if you accidentally buy a cow, what do you do? You use your faith. Let's use our faith, everybody. Let's use our faith. No matter what comes up against us, we have the victory before we even know what to do. We have, the, we have the victory that overcomes the world. It will give you the ability to purchase a cow. It'll give you the ability, it'll give you the ability to have a baby. It'll give you the ability to start a business. Faith is so important. Faith is, is one of the tools that, um, that God's blessed us with. So let's not... Just put it on a shelf for salvation. Let's use our faith. Can you guys agree with that this morning? Thank you so much for having us this morning.